Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. Matthew chapter 24. But about that day and hour, no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. For as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away. So too will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two will be in the field, one will be taken one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together. One will be taken, and one will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, open our hearts to your word and your word to our hearts. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is R.S. Thomas, The Coming. And God held in his hand a small globe. Look, he said. The sun looked. Far off, as through water, he saw a scorched land of fierce colour. The light burned there. Crusted buildings cast their shadows. A bright serpent, a river, uncoiled itself, radiant with slime. On a bare hill, a bare tree saddened the sky. Many people held out their thin arms to it, as though waiting for a vanished April to return to its crossed boughs. The sun watched them. Let me go there, he said. Advent. A season of turmoil, in one sense. The season of Advent, this waiting, is a time where we reflect on the world around us. It's a time where we think of all that's going on in different places and distant places. People gathering together, people living their lives, but also people struggling people starving, 
be that Afghanistan or Somalia, people fighting in different parts of the world. Where we think of nations in uproar, invading other nations, where we think of politicians peddling false truths, where we think of turmoil and disintegration of society. Of course, not everything is bad news, but Advent is a time where we consider what's going on in the world around us. And in the midst of that consideration, in the confusion and in the pain and in the hurt, we look for something unexpected. The point of Jesus talking about the flood of Noah, and in fact it's the only reference that Jesus makes to the story of Noah in the entire Gospels, is that life was carrying on exactly as normal and nobody gave a second thought to anything. A bit like these days, really, isn't it? At the folk evening on Friday, Tricia read to us a poem. And in that poem, uh, which was she first heard from Alan Titchmarch, actually, I don't know whether he wrote it or not, but that was uh, where she'd got it from. It was about an advent in modern England. What if Jesus had been born in Walthamstow? In the disused garage round the back? In a half-cut barrel that was used for barbecues? Laid in cut newspaper? How much attention would that garner? Who of us would make that journey? What would we go for? How would we know? Would we believe if anyone told us? It terrifies me that I would be one of those who would miss it. Because it's so easy to miss God in our midst. The thing about Advent is that we don't see God coming in great clouds of glory. The point of that metaphor, the Son of Man coming in great clouds of glory, is precisely where he comes unexpectedly, in the middle of the night, that the cloud of glory is the hidden cloud. One of the things that the Gospel reading, Paul's letter to the Romans, and Isaiah's writing in his prophecies, all share in common, is the call to walk in the light. But what does it mean to walk in the light? It means that there's darkness around, of course. But what is darkness? Darkness is living without the presence of God. 
To live in light means to be aware of God with us. And that means that when we put our foot forward uncertainly and unknowingly, wondering in the darkness whether or not we will find a sure footing, we put our foot down and there we find the rock underneath our feet. When we slip and fall and start sliding sideways, we reach out our hand to grab something and we find that we are held. That God is with us. And the darkness is still there. But we're living in the light. And our call is to live in the light as if the light is already here even though it appears darkness. The kingdom of God as it comes, this great coming of clouds and glory, will happen, I'm sure, one day. But people have been waiting for it for 2,000 years. What will Christ find if he comes in our life? And yet... He is here. We are called to walk in that space that is now and not yet. We walk as if in the light because we have the life of Christ in us. And that life shines God's love into the dark places around us. So while the rest of the world is making weapons of war, we make weapons for the garden. Plowshares, pruning hooks, pruning knives. We tend and we nurture. We gather and we encourage. We bless and we grow. That is the calling to which we have been called. Advent, the coming, come and follow our Lord in the garden that is his world. Amen.